Welcome to the Relentless Indigenous Women podcast, where empowerment, justice, and reconciliation take center stage. Hosted by the dynamic L.A. Lucree woman, Candace Linklater. She's the founder and visionary of Relentless Indigenous Woman Co. with nearly 1 million social media followers, an educator, PhD candidate, and proud reskin. This podcast is a passionate platform for Indigenous people and allies alike. Here's your host, Candace Linklater. Wache, hello everyone, and welcome to my third episode of Relentless Indigenous Woman podcast. It's been quite the learning journey, and I'm super, super honored and grateful for the amount of downloads and the amount of listeners that I've had. It's quite remarkable. I know that the page has, uh, the Relentless Indigenous Women's social media pages have a lot of reach, and I'm now realizing what a reach it has on podcasts and in the podcast world. So miigwech, thank you so much for everyone that is listening. Today, I'm going to be talking about the National Day for Truth and Reconciliation, also known as Orange Shirt Day, that is on September 30th. Today, I'm going to be saying a variety of statements with no nuance. It's going to be straight to the truth because on this journey of truth and reconciliation, it requires approaching the truth, and sometimes that can be uncomfortable. So this podcast, I'm going to be saying just very short, poignant sentences that will probably activate your reflecting, activate some possible discomfort. But as you're doing that, I really want you to pause and take a moment and ask yourself, perhaps, why does that make you uncomfortable? This is not an attack. This is an opportunity for learning, and oftentimes most of our learning happens when we are uncomfortable or put in a position of personal accountability, and that's just how learning is, the unlearning and the learning process of reconciliation and decolonization and any type of meaningful learning at any point in our lives. So strap yourself in and get ready for some truth. Reconciliation requires more than pretty words. National Day for Truth and Reconciliation is a call to action, not just a day off work. Reflect on your role in perpetuating systematic injustices. Solidarity means actively challenging racism wherever you encounter it. It's not enough to be non-racist. Strive to be anti-racist. Reconciliation requires personal growth and discomfort. Real solidarity is more than just social media posts. It's about meaningful actions. Unlearn the biases you've internalized over the years. Engage in uncomfortable conversations to challenge your own assumptions. Take responsibility for educating your friends and family. Amplify Indigenous voices and stories. Acknowledge that Indigenous struggles are ongoing, not just historical. Recognize that reconciliation is a lifelong commitment. Advocate for Indigenous rights and sovereignty. Confront the role of your ancestors in colonialism. Make space for Indigenous perspectives in your workplace. Recognize that reconciliation is messy and imperfect. Don't expect gratitude for doing the right thing. Be prepared to make mistakes and learn from them. Support Indigenous language revitalization efforts. Reconciliation is not about you. It's about justice. Don't deny your biases, confront them head on. Challenge your assumptions about indigenous people. Recognize that bias goes beyond conscious thoughts. 
Bias limits your ability to be an effective ally. The church played a central role in the horrors of residential schools. Don't shy away from the church's complicity in cultural genocide. Stating not all churches or they weren't real Christians absolves the church and Christians of any accountability on how they perpetuate oppression and colonialism today. The church's actions in residential schools cannot be excused or forgotten. Realize that the trauma inflicted by the church persists today. Recognize that the church benefited from indigenous suffering. Confront the painful truth of how the church stripped indigenous children of their identity. Challenge any attempts to whitewash the church's involvement. The church must actively participate in reconciliation efforts. Demand transparency and accountability from the church. Realize that apologies won't heal the deep wounds caused by the church. Confront the religious doctrines that justified these atrocities. White supremacy persists in education systems that whitewash history. Confront the fact that some schools actively erase indigenous truths. Erasure of indigenous history serves white supremacy. The fight against white supremacy begins in the classroom. White supremacy thrives when students are shielded from uncomfortable truths. Truthful reconciliation is an act of solidarity. True reconciliation involves honoring Two-Spirit and Indigiqueer people. The Church played a pivotal role in erasing Two-Spirit and Indigiqueer identities. Erasure of Two-Spirit and Indigiqueer people continues today from the efforts of the Church. Reclaiming Two-Spirit and Indigiqueer identities is an act of resilience. Confront the legacy of shame and stigma imposed by the Church. Trying to convert two-spirit or indigiqueer people to Christianity is colonialism. Challenge religious doctrines that continue to invalidate indigenous gender diversity. Erasure of two-spirit and indigiqueer people is a form of violence. Embracing two-spirit and indigiqueer people is an act of healing for all. Indigenous media stories are often misrepresented or ignored. Indigenous media representation matters. Challenge media narratives that tokenize Indigenous voices. Media bias hinders reconciliation efforts. Cultural appropriation harms Indigenous people. Confront your own actions and choices that perpetuate cultural appropriation. Appropriating Indigenous attire is not a fashion statement. Cultural appropriation perpetuates stereotypes. Indigenous peoples are not costumes. Appropriating Indigenous practices is not a form of appreciation. Appropriation is rooted in entitlement. Cultural appropriation is a roadblock to genuine solidarity with Indigenous peoples. Pretendians exploit Indigenous struggles for their own benefit. Pretendians perpetuate a form of colonialism. Pretendians undermine indigenous sovereignty. Acknowledge that pretendians undermine the authenticity of indigenous cultures. Big companies selling orange shirts or emblems for indigenous charities without actively engaging with their local indigenous nations is a shallow gesture. 
Land acknowledgements are a very passive and hands-off start, but real change requires meaningful action. A hands-off approach perpetuates the colonial legacy. With these 75 statements that I just said, I ask that you reflect on some of these pieces. Maybe you may have to pause and restart the whole podcast to listen to some and sit with it for a moment. First off, if you're willing to do that, miigwech. I know that some of these statements may trigger some, and that may be a good thing. I know that a lot of uh, my journey with, you know, reconnecting with my culture and learning about my my true history when it wasn't whitewashed was an eye-opener and it was really uncomfortable. But that's just part of learning. So thank you for anybody that's willing to go there with yourself and offer that space for accountability. And I often say whenever you're learning something that is uncomfortable and it forces you to look into yourself, your own biases or your own assumptions about a particular group of people or a particular set of beliefs or practices, that's an opportunity for you to grow. Not only as somebody that wants to walk in solidarity with Indigenous peoples, but it does offer a lot of personal growth as well. It strips the ego, essentially, when learning about these things and approaching your walk with reconciliation through compassion and understanding. To be completely honest, when I learn hard things and I notice I may have had biases in my mind or assumptions, I had to sit with myself in that and wonder, where did that come from? Why did I think that way? And sometimes we are given perspectives throughout our childhood and young adulthood um, and not question it. And I think you know, as we grow older, I think we should question why we believe what we believe. And then the older we get and the more we know, the more there is accountability for that learning to happen. And even though it may be uncomfortable for you to think that, oh, maybe I do have these biases and whatnot, and our ego gives this uh, portrayal to the world, right, that we're nice people, we're good people, we have good intentions, but we have to confront those dark pieces that may perpetuate biases or that um, withhold real accountability within yourself. I could only invite you to do that, but it's up to you with what you want to do with this information and how you're going to move about in reconciliation. If you want to learn more, though, um, with nuance and how to go about this systematically within your job or even within yourself. I'm offering two webinars on September 23rd and 24th. It talks about revolutionizing reconciliation and it's an empowering webinar. I think that I know that will provide you with some tools um, and an opportunity to ask questions openly and have, have these really intimate discussions. It's meant to be an intimate discussion. So if you're interested, go on my website at www.relentlessindigenouswoman.ca and click under live webinars. And there's a webinar for Saturday, September 23rd at 5 p.m. MST and then one on Sunday, September 24th at 
also 5 p.m. MST. I hope you're able to make it. I think this is a wonderful opportunity to learn within an intimate, close setting. So I'd be happy to have you there um, and where we can learn together and I could offer you that space. And I'm an educator by trade and educator by heart, so I'd be happy to have you in that space with me. And with the Truth and Reconciliation Day coming up on September 30th, also known as Orange Shirt Day, I also have orange shirts available on my website as well. If you go under the shop tab, there's some shirts there that were designed by the iconic Alex Manitopius. The shirts art are very powerful and poignant and to the point, and that's what I love about these shirts. And it very it's very much in line with you know relentless indigenous woman in terms of going forth and telling the blatant truth or going forth with such empowerment without sugarcoating it and just going straight for the truth because I'm all about that. So thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for learning alongside me and I will see you next week. Miigwech. Miigwech. Thank you for joining us on the Relentless Indigenous Woman podcast where we strive to empower, educate, and inspire If you're ready to take your commitment to Indigenous education and advocacy to the next level, connect with us. Relentless Indigenous Women Co. offers services such as keynote speaking, workshops, and guidance on systematic change grounded in Indigenous ways of knowing and being. To learn more, email us at info at relentlessindigenouswoman.ca or visit our website at relentlessindigenouswoman.ca. In the spirit of reconciliation, let's walk together to create global change. Miigwech. Thank you for being part of our community. And until next time, stay relentless.